Hey, I'm Dr. Michael Rich, the Mediatrician. I'm a practicing pediatrician who specializes on the effects of media on children because as a former filmmaker, I understand the power of media to change hearts and minds. And I bring the science of child development and health to that understanding. I'm here with pediatrics educator Christelle Lavalley. Hey there. So what question are we hearing today? All right, so this question actually came to us via Twitter, uh, which reminds me to let you all know out there that if you have a question of your own, you can tweet to us too, at Mediatrician. But today this question came to us from at Flip Flop Gal, and she basically tweeted, is it okay that I'm tweeting while I'm breastfeeding? So when we first got this question, Michael, I remember that you also talked about it on a radio program, and you coined the term... Brexting. Right. And now I've been seeing Brexting as a hashtag and all over those mommy blogs. Definitely something that moms are concerned about, including my friends who are new moms. And I've got to say, I really see how hard it is for them. They feel so isolated at home with the new baby who, you know, they love, but it's a lot of time. And texting helps them keep in touch, you know, tweeting and being on social media, too. But they also just really worry about bonding with their baby and also being judged for even having their phone out when they're in public. So what do you say to them? What does the mediatrician say about Brexting? Uh, This is an important variation on perhaps the most important question for parents, which is how do we stay in touch with our children when we're able to stay in touch with the world? How do we maintain human connectedness, that deep and protective connectedness in a full connectivity environment. Yeah, that's big. In terms of the long-term effects, because such research requires taking the time for those developmental outcomes to occur, Mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of long-term evidence for this question. But we do know that in the early stages in particular, parent-child connectedness, the mutual sustained positive emotional bond between parent and child, may be the single most protective factor in a child's life in terms of her long-term physical health, her mental health, and her socialization as a member of a family and of the larger world. We have to remember the human brain develops remarkably quickly during those first two years of life. It triples in volume. Wow. Because we're making all kinds of connections between synapses, understanding about the world and how the world works. And what we know is that the gaze between a parent and her infant while breast or bottle feeding, which a dad can do too, (laughs) is as important as perhaps the nutrition that's coming through that bottle or breast. Um, We can build that connection with that face-to-face gazing. It helps the kid to improve her mood and stabilize and regulate her emotions. And even long after infancy, the parent-child gaze, particularly while eating, remains a powerful primal source of nurture and strength for both. And remember, it's not just during breastfeeding, but when you are sharing a meal, even with your adolescent, it's important that they and you put your devices down, look at each other, and listen to each other. This makes me want to FaceTime with my mom when I'm eating. (laughs) It's so sweet. All right. Well, I know that talking to babies, that kind of, hi, 
hi, you're so cute. I love you. You know, when we, we raise our voice an octave, that, that kind of motherese or infant-directed speech that they say, I know that that's also incredibly important as babies are able to kind of pick up language from hearing their parents speak to them in that kind of tone. But from seeing my friends breastfeed, it's often a time they talk to their baby. And I'd imagine that texting can probably take away from that kind of important talk. Is that, is that true? Well, texting distracts you from whatever you're doing, mm, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. true during be- breastfeeding, just as it's true during driving or <laughs> in yeah. anything else that we do. Um, so I think that we have to be conscious when we are using our devices for texting or anything that it is always displacing other activities, other behaviors, mm. which may be more important. And I can say that feeding is an important, unique, and fleeting time, particularly with an infant and breastfeeding, to spend really intimate one-on-one time with your child and build this powerful connection, build that trust, build that that ability to communicate without words. Staring at each other in silence can not only be calming and centering, but a great way for you to understand your child and her body cues, her body language, and is often very difficult and one could argue impossible if you're distracted by a text. So think about reading out loud, talking, singing to your infant, engaging older children with her, and that can help improve their language development. Now, when they're breastfeeding, their mouth is full, so they're not going to be talking. Mm-hmm. But they are going to be building their receptive language and learning how to talk. Such a key time. So at Flip Flop Gal, remember that those kids grow up so fast. So maybe save the tweet for a little later. But Michael, I, I also noticed earlier that you you mentioned the guys in this. You specifically called out the dads, and I just really want to loop back because we, you know, the question was from probably a, a lady where she was talking about breastfeeding. But I know that there's a lot of information on the mother-baby bond, but I'm assuming that feeding a baby from a bottle, whether you're the dad or even just the non-breastfeeding parent, that's also a really important time. Is that, is that true? Well, I'm a dad too, so yeah. I've got to stay up so from know. my guys, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and represent. One of the things that this brings up is that when I was training interns and residents in pediatrics, One kind of off-the-wall thing I would do is insist that all of them sit in a rocking chair and feed a baby. So wacky. (laughs) (laughs) But this allowed them to connect to the babies as something more than just a series of numbers, of body chemistries, of, of vital signs, and to see them as a whole human being. And that's important for clinicians, just as it's important for parents. So I I think that What we need to do is understand that feeding time, whether it's of the infant or of the adolescent, is an important time for any primary caregiver, dads as well as moms, Mm -hmm. to bond with that child, connect with that child, communicate with that child, and perhaps most importantly, listen to that child. Um, And anything that has to do with a device, texting, emailing, Tweeting. Whatever, tweeting, <laughs> even looking at a television takes away from that connection. That's important. So it basically sounds like we need to exit from Brexting. As long as we don't Brexit. 
<laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, so the advice I'd give to Flip Flop Gal and to any new mom or dad or even old moms and dads with their teenagers <laughs> is that it's important to strike a balance between the media use such as texting and our human needs. And the most important human need we have, particularly with children, is to be present and stay yeah. connected. Texting isn't inherently bad. It can be a powerful and important tool for information-seeking, communicating, staying in touch, even with the child's grandparents. But do it when the child is napping. Do it when you're not focused on that child. And try to limit your texting when children are around so you don't miss those spontaneous moments that you would never get if you're staring at your phone. Remember, it's the special things that kids do, those silly things that happen that we remember. We're not going to remember those texts. Or tweets. <laughs> exactly. Children learn more from what we do than what we say. So let's stay connected with them and model that kind of connectedness with us and with the world. All right, that's solid advice. At Flip Flop Gal, I hope that really helped you out today. And to find more on this and many other topics related to healthy media habits, all science-based information can be found at askthemediatrician.org. That said, for you tweeters out there like Flip Flop Gal, you can follow Dr. Rich on Twitter at Mediatrician or submit your own question at askthemediatrician.org. And finally, make sure you subscribe and share this podcast with all of your new mom friends. Enjoy your media and use them wisely. And enjoy your children and raise them wisely. Ask the Mediatrician is hosted by Dr. Michael Rich. Joined by pediatrics educator Christelle Lavalley. Jill R. Cavanaugh is our chief knowledge officer. Original music composed by Christopher Cerf. Podcast and music recorded, mixed, and edited at Saturn Sound Studios. Executive producer Alicia Haywood. Mm-hmm.